When's the last time you challenged yourself to learn something new, whether it's a new activity, a new class, a new language? Today, we're talking all about lifelong learning and the case for continuing education. My name is Callie Youngstrom, and this is Keep Yourself Well. I have always known that I would be a lifelong learner, but I will say I did not think that that was going to include academics for a very long time. And today I want to talk a little bit about the various options we have when it comes to lifelong learning alongside the benefits of being a lifelong learner and different types of learning and where we can get access to free education because I truly believe one of the biggest blessings of the 21st century is for the majority of us the access to endless information. And sometimes this can be overwhelming and cause analysis analysis paralysis in where to even start. And sometimes I think we just totally take it for granted. You know, we take advantage of the fact that everything we could want to know in the world is essentially at our fingertips. And sometimes we just don't even know where to start. So I'm going to use a little bit about my personal experience just to guide our conversation. But I really want to encourage you to go into this with an open mind because there are so many physical and mental benefits to being a lifelong learner and also so many iterations of what that can look like. I think that so often when we hear like lifelong learner, we maybe, you know, keep that in a box of taking classes or taking courses, getting diplomas, getting degrees, like going back to school in a more traditional academic route, but that does not need to be the case. We have so many options. So some of the biggest benefits of lifelong learning are psychological. You know, we are developing new skills, we're developing confidence, we are developing our self-worth, our motivation, we're realizing new passions and new interests, we're developing personal and interpersonal skills. And, you know, we really just expand as humans with all of those benefits and so many of those benefits in terms of self-worth and confidence and our, you know, positive mental health benefit impact our physical health as well. And on a more physiological basis, we know that people who are active lifelong learners tend to live longer and have higher quality of life through maintained mental and brain health because you're developing neural connections. So you can actually help to combat neurological and cognitive aging through challenging yourself with learning. And, you know, I think sometimes too, we overlook the, the really little ways that we can challenge our brains as we age. I feel like this is becoming more commonplace now where we see these like brain training games and brain training apps and, you know, puzzles, but things like crosswords and, you know, Sudoku and and board games, one of the reasons that they're so beneficial as we age is because they challenge 
similar cognitive processes as learning. So, you know, we are constantly able to build new neural connections, which is just one of the like biggest pieces of magic that exists, you know, within humans is that we can always be creating new neural pathways and learning more things. And I think that, you know, thinking of this as uh, an investment in our physical retirement fund, like I so often talk about is really important. You know, it's not oh, I don't have to learn anything now, right? Like as a child, you're obligated to go to school and, you know, we're kind of forced to get, you know, you know, most of us at least like, yeah, well, let's say elementary, you know, if not graduated through high school, it's kind of mandatory and it's just, you know, expected for the majority of us. And at this point, I think a lot of us are expected to go to post-secondary and there's a lot of pressure within that. Carter and Carmen at Carzan Local Market believe that everyone deserves to eat nutrient-dense, locally raised, healthy food without breaking the bank. It's the very reason why they started selling grass-finished beef off their ranch in the first place, and I am so excited to be partnering with them. And lucky for us, we've got a discount code. So using the code WELLNESS10, you can get $10 off your order. You can put this toward individual orders into a beef or butcher box with a variety of different cuts or invest it in a quarter, half, or whole hog or beef on a payment plan nonetheless. So you can pay a down payment and then have the majority of your costs spread out over six automatic payments so you can set it and forget it. Use the code wellness10 to get $10 off your order. Head to carsandmarket.ca for more info on their pre-orders and payment plans or find them on Instagram and Facebook at Market or on TikTok under Cars and Grass Fed. They're doing an amazing job sharing educational content and transparent content about the quality of their beef. Cars on Local Market, grass grazed, Saskatchewan raised, premium beef. Growing up in my house, my family is incredibly supportive, but we we definitely um, had an emphasis on post-secondary. And, you know, we have I, I was taught to value post-secondary. And there was a period that I kind of battled with that too, because I didn't know how I felt about it. And it felt like an obligation. I didn't know if it was my personal want or, you know, just me kind of adopting what my parents wanted for me. But, um, you know, we often don't get the opportunity to kind of take a step back and and choose for ourselves, not only what we want to learn, but the type of learning that we want to achieve and that works for us. I think about this all the time and I think about it very similarly to how I think about movement, where when someone tells me like, oh, I hate exercise or I hate movement or, you know, it's a chore and they clearly have, you know, a negative experience and negative relationship with exercise and moving their body. I think that a, a similar relationship can happen with continued learning if you haven't been introduced to the right topics, things that you're passionate about, things that you enjoy, and if you're not learning them in the right way. Because I can learn about topics that I am super passionate about, but if I am not, I guess, absorbing it in the proper learning style, I don't enjoy it. And it starts to feel like a chore. And it took me decades. I mean, I'm only 32, but probably 20 years at least, at least um, to figure out what I need to learn better. So there's a variety of different theories on types of, of learning. And, you know, we often just hear like visual, auditory, kinesthetic, but there are some more expanded models that also include like social, solitary, and verbal learning. So 
I want to give a quick overview of the learning styles and then talk about different ways that we can learn because we do have access to so much. So, you know, whether it's just learning a new hobby, new activity, or wanting to get into like some coursework and diplomas and so on, because this is how I built my business. And I didn't see some of the value of the education that I had, you know, earlier on in my younger years in the same light that I see it in now. So first things first, the learning style. So visual, I think is very obvious, you know, if you need to draw things out, if you learn through maps and symbols and color coding and imagery and, you know, notes, visual. Um, This can also be like slideshows and that type of thing as well. Auditory, obviously, if you learn well through absorbing, so listening to someone speak or listening to a podcast, um, you know, listening to an audiobook, even um, if you're an auditory learner, I envy you because I am very much not an auditory learner. And I think it's such a convenient way of being able to learn if you can absorb well just through listening, because often you can do a little bit of multitasking. So um, next up, kinesthetic, obviously hands-on. This is very physical. A lot of athletes are, you know, high kinesthetic learners. Um, for me in jujitsu, for example, I'm generally a kinesthetic learner. I can see the same move 50 times, but until I do it in my body, it is not in there. It does not exist. So repetition with that's important. And then getting into kind of some of these um, newer additions to this model, like being a social or solitary learner. So learning like if you're good at communicating with people and you learn from telling stories or presenting or vice versa, like learning through conversation. Um, which is slightly different from auditory when auditory is very often one-sided in instructing um, or solitary. Like, do you need to learn alone? And I think, you know, these generally are twofold. So you may be a visual, auditory, kinesthetic, or verbal learner, but then have a social or solitary component. So, you know, maybe you're an auditory learner, but if you're in a crowd, you get very distracted by people and you, you know, do better being solitary with your auditory learning and then um, verbal. So do you learn through like words and, and writing? Um, Okay. So I think that most of us have a combination. It's like, love languages, you know, usually we've got a primary love language and then we've got a supporting love language. I think that's very much the same for types of learning. Um, For me personally, I, I utilize different types of learning in different capacities in my life for different things. Um, So I am a super visual and verbal and solitary learner when it comes to like memorizing things. But one of the best ways for me to really learn concepts is actually through teaching. Transitioning into the warmer months also means a transition to how we eat. There are more barbecues, maybe picnics, more socializing outdoors. I can't wait. And the good news is Sweet and Sprouted has got us covered for low-carb, sugar-free, and gluten-friendly options with a great variety of sauces, spices, beverages, snacks, and treats, along with daily groceries that you can have delivered right to your door. Shop online and enjoy quick access with free shipping on most orders over $150. To sweeten the deal, Sweet and Sprout is offering you 10% off your next order with the code wellness10. That's 10% off at sweetandsprouted.com using promo code wellness10. That was a game changer when I learned that, that I learn 
with the greatest rate of retention through teaching. And that's super powerful. And that's how I started being able to memorize things for public speaking and so on um, through anything athletic. It has to be kinesthetic. I cannot learn through just watching a technique video. And I am also very visual to the point where if I write notes on a page, I will like remember where on the page I wrote something. I'll be able to see the image in my mind. And that's very helpful. I'll tell you what I'm not. I am not an auditory learner. And unfortunately, the majority of, of majority of our education system is set up in an auditory way, right? We listen to a professor or teacher lecturing, talking to us. And so I find a lot of people who are not auditory learners don't have a positive experience with traditional education or they struggle. And like anything in life, if you have a bad first experience with it, it often leaves a bad taste in your mouth. This is why I always say with keto coaching, it is so important to me that you've got a coach that guides you well through your first experience with keto, because oftentimes that's the first impression that you're left with. And if it's not a positive one, you don't come back to it. So think about, you know, through elementary and high school, if you didn't have a positive learning experience, maybe you totally write it off and don't come back to it. Now, in some of the bigger schools, I think it's a really a, a big blessing to have like shop class and some of these more, um, you know, less traditional options for classes. I'm trying to think like home ec and, oh, what do they call it? I didn't have any of this in my school, um, but like aesthetics when you do hair, like hairdressing and stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking, but you know what I'm talking about. These classes that are a little bit more hands-on and teach you other school skills. And there are a lot of people who thrive in that type of learning, right? The hands-on learning. So um, when I got to university, it was very much still auditory. And I got two undergrad degrees and one in psychology and one in marketing. And when I finished those degrees, I was kind of like at the point of I'm I'm never going to go back to school. But I knew I wanted to be a lifelong learner. And because I'm self-employed and my coaching is so important to me and I wanted to continue to be better for clients, I kept self-educating, but in less kind of traditional ways. I was doing a lot of online courses and diplomas and certifications and I was super passionate about the topics, but I was also able to choose the type of learning because it wasn't just sitting in a classroom listening to someone lecture. There was such a great combination and I was able to kind of pick and choose courses that worked for me. Now, the beautiful thing about this is I was passionate about it. I was absorbing so much more because I had figured out my type of learning and this is really how I built my business. Now, there were a few years where I was kind of having this almost like debate with myself as to whether these degrees that I had gotten were even worth it. And there was a long time where I, I kind of had decided, you know, it probably wasn't worth it. Like, you know, what a waste of time and and money. And I really see that differently now because I realize how incredibly blessed I am to have had that academic experience and that there is no learning ever wasted because even if you don't apply it in the way that you had anticipated, you learn so much about yourself, you learn so much about learning. I think that one of the beautiful parts about learning is that learning what you don't want to do gets you closer to what you want to do. And sometimes that's part of the filtration system. You know, I think that there's a lot of benefit to going to university if that's something that you're interested in and taking, you know, general arts and science classes so you can be introduced to so many things. 
But if that is not part of the path for you, there are endless free resources online and you can even access really high quality university classes um, for free online. I before I got accepted into public health, I was really exploring whether that was something that I wanted to do, um, you know, to really get as much kind of intel into the programming before I got in. And so I was on Coursera, which is a website, and I started doing a um, really affordable public health course from John Hopkins University, which is a like world renowned, you know, um, college. And there are all sorts of free or very affordable courses on sites like that where you can learn, you know, almost anything. YouTube is an incredible resource. Uh, YouTube has gotten me through university calculus, university statistics. I mean, there's just an endless, uh, you know, array of areas where we can learn. And so I kind of think of it from like, you know, the the lowest investment to the highest investment in terms of time and money, but not necessarily in terms of, you know, return and reward. Because I had psychology and marketing degrees, which were obviously very high investment, both in time and effort and resource. But what I actually built my business off, off of was, you know, fairly affordable certifications and a lot of self-learning. Um, you know, not necessarily what I had learned in university, although that education obviously, you know, gave me so much in terms of confidence in speaking with people, confidence in presenting, in networking, um, you know, in the like base of building a business and psychology and, and all of these other things. So, you know, I think that the the like lowest entry point is YouTube, podcasts, books, right? So pick and choose based on your your learning style, what's beneficial for you. I love podcasts, but because I am not a very good auditory learner, I often don't retain very much of a podcast. So I need to kind of write notes and keep track of things as I go. Free apps like Duolingo, right? And so even if you don't feel like you're wanting to expand on your career or change careers or, you know, do anything crazy academically, there's still just so much benefit to learning something new, you know, challenge yourself to new, learn a new hobby or a new language or take a new class, um, whether it's knitting or pottery or an art class or yoga or, you know, trying martial arts if you want to come try jujitsu. There's just so much benefit in terms of what comes developmentally by constantly challenging yourself. And as a role model, no matter who you're a role model to, I think it's such a brilliant thing for younger people to see us constantly working on self-improvement. And, you know, I, okay, I'm going to say this with a grain of salt. I kind of think like, if you're not learning, you're dying because life is all about learning. And, you know, we, one of the best ways to learn is through experiences. Um, I heard it actually, this was so funny. I was watching a movie on the treadmill because it was too windy. I put this on Instagram. I refused to run outside. Um, but I was watching a movie, a tourist's guide to love a little Netflix romance when I was running. And there was this really beautiful quote and it was, you know, we travel to, um, we should be traveling to have experiences and to experience life, not to escape life. And I really love that because I think that traveling is one of the most incredible ways to learn, you know, for anyone who has the opportunity. And even if that's only a quick, a quick weekend away, you know, like this weekend, I'm, I'm going to Calgary. Um, that's not an incredibly exotic location, but I know that by being present and being mindful and, and being in the moment, I'm going to be able to learn so much and soak up through much 
so much through those experiences. So, you know, I think that the the easy entry points are the free apps, the free YouTube videos, the free podcast, the free audiobooks. Like even on Spotify now, there are a ton of free audiobooks. Like get a library card and get audiobooks from there, Netflix documentaries. Like honestly, the the options are for free education are just endless ask someone to mentor you and often they will support you as well. And, uh, you know, from there getting into like certifications and diplomas. So if you are interested in nutrition and maybe that's something you want to do with a career, you know, seeking out what certifications are the best for you, or maybe doing a whole course, but potentially it's not a certified course, right? Like maybe it's something on Coursera. Um, and then from there, maybe you do consider post-secondary. You know, I uh, I just finished my the second year of my master's degree, which kind of inspired this, these thoughts for me to share with you. And I was just thinking about how much I'm enjoying this program. You know, of course it's work, but I do a lot of things that are hard and challenging and I still enjoy them. You know, of course there's parts that I don't enjoy, but um, one of the biggest differences is that I am doing this program asynchronously, so I get to do it on my schedule. Now, I'm a very intrinsically motivated person. That works for me. That doesn't work for everyone. Some people need to show up and have their butt in a seat and and get to class. That makes me way less inclined to want to learn because I want to learn on my time and you know, of course there's deadlines. It's not just like a free for all. Um, but that helps me so much. And the expectations and how we show our knowledge are different. And so I do just want to like highlight this in case you're someone who has had a bad taste in their mouth, um, maybe about like traditional post-secondary school. Again, I think there it's not a must by any means. There's a million other ways that you can educate yourself. Um, but if you're someone who's considering post-secondary I have had such a positive experience in my master's degree beyond my undergrad. And I actually think that in many ways, undergrad was more challenging because the expectation was essentially regurgitation of information, not just understanding concepts and applying them and and theorizing them. So it felt like a lot more work because of this high level of of memorization. Um, You know, in my program, how it's designed, there's not a lot that you have to memorize because it's 2023. We can look up formulas and, you know, refer to things if needed. So it gives a lot of freedom for you to sit down and show your knowledge in a really applied way. So there's a lot of writing, um, but that works for me because I am uh, a very communicative learner as well. And I do that well um, through writing and I'm very verbal. So I just encourage you that if you haven't found something that you love learning, look at your passions, look at the way that you learn, explore the types of learning. And there's lots of tests online if you don't know what type of learner you are yet. Um, And then just look at doing it for fun, because one of the best ways to learn is through having fun. Again, it's why I love the gym. It's why I love jujitsu. You know, it's why I love public speaking and going to conferences and things like that, because I'm always really enjoying myself. And it's like, being a kid. Kids learn best through play. And we do as adults as well. We just so rarely allow ourselves that opportunity. So I just encourage you to open your mind to being a lifelong learner. If you 
haven't been. Um, and to try to find something that lights your fire, uh, you know, in terms of passion and something that's fun for you, because I think that everybody deserves to learn how to love learning. It's just a matter of finding the type of learning that's right for you alongside the topics of learning that are right for you. That's all the time we have together this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode every Sunday. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KY Wellness. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. More details about all episodes can be found at kywellness.ca under the podcast tab. Don't forget to move your body, nourish your body, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. See you next week and keep yourself well.